0: This morning on the third hour of today, Stormwatch, a major system about to soak the South. But how much snow will it bring to the Northeast? We're going to have the latest forecast. Plus, a Today exclusive, a new way to get popular weight loss medication shipped straight to your door. How it works and why some critics are raising concerns. Then later, we're settling common household debates like... How often should you wash your pajamas and when's the right time to toss out the Christmas tree and what to watch in our entertainment roundup with the return of mean girls to a talking teddy bear. All the best movies and shows coming this month today, Thursday, January 4th, 2024. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Dylan here with Al, Chanel, and Craig. Thanks for joining Good us. Good Thursday, we're yes. cruising through the yeah. shorter work week. Yeah, four day week. All my friends are calling me up. What's with this snowstorm? What's with this snowstorm? I don't know. Al's in this week. (laughs) So Al, what is with this snowstorm? Well,
0: here's the deal. It's already dumped a ton of snow on the higher elevations in California, including the Sierra. Big question. Is it going to bring snow to the Northeast along the coast? Eh, Not feeling, not feeling it right now. Let's let's show you what's happening. Okay. So here's the deal. This thing is is right now in the Rockies. It's going to bring heavy snow there. Uh, Showers and storms will be moving into West Texas today. Then as we move into tomorrow, this thing's going to really intensify bring up a lot of Gulf moisture, so we've got a severe storm threat for the east-central Gulf coast for tomorrow. Then we move into Saturday. It's uh, mid-Atlantic in the interior northeast, as you can see. There'll be maybe a start in the day of a mix on Saturday evening of uh, ice and snow and some rain, but then it's all rain along the east coast. Heavy snow, windy for New England on Sunday. Snow showers even back into the Appalachians with uh, with some lake effect snow. Here's the deal. 60 miles will make a difference in the storm track. So the Northern part of that, if that happens, if that track happens, that basically means we're going to see rain along the coast, the heavy snow corridor from Hagerstown to Portland, interior parts of uh, New England. But if it's a little further south, 60 miles, then New York City's involved along the coast and on into uh, parts of southern coastal uh, Mar- um, Massachusetts. But right now, guys, it looks like it's going to be more the northern track, so that's all rain. But this is going to, we're setting up now for a very active uh, pattern. Next week, we got a big storm system coming oh. in and behind that we've got some arctic air coming in so things are really starting to ramp up so All right. what i'm
2: hearing is don't give up hope kids no, no. there's uh, a, a snow day out there for you <laughs> it's coming yeah, that's right. right thanks buddy uh now to that today exclusive weight loss drugs as you probably know have taken off in popularity in this morning one of the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world is unveiling a new way to get those drugs in
3: fact eli Lilly is cutting out the pharmacy and selling directly to patients. This is big. NBC's Maggie Vespa is here uh, with how this would work. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. Yeah, this is huge for a lot of people. So this program is called Lilly
4: Direct, and it gives obese patients the option of skipping the in-person checkup, and instead they can get the prescription from a telehealth doctor for the company's drug ZepBound, and then they can get it shipped right to their door. It's a possible hint at the future of medicine, but it's not without concern. A new frontier in America's battle against obesity. Pharmaceutical giant Eli Lilly launching Lilly Direct, a one-stop shop website where users can find a doctor or telehealth provider and get some prescription medicines shipped to their door. A variety of medications will be available, but analysts say one of the fastest sellers will be the company's weight loss crown jewel, ZepBound. It's the latest weight loss drug in a $6 billion industry that Eli Lilly CEO Dave Ricks says should be accessible to people everywhere. Obviously, there are going to be questions from people about safety, oversight. Can you explain the role of physicians?
5: Yeah, it's a critical part of how the site works. These drugs need to be used under the supervision of a physician, and we're just offering more choice in that regard.
4: Some critics have concerns. One is that easier access could mean more abuse by those who just want to lose a few pounds. Another is the motive behind direct access.
0: They're trying hard to make sure that you can find a path to something that they absolutely want to sell you. That creates at least the appearance of conflict of
5: interest. This is about patient success. Our sales will be the same either way, whether we sell it to uh, CVS or Walgreens or sell it on our website.
4: Eli Lilly is the first pharmaceutical company to allow direct sales, but there have been other attempts to make these drugs more widely available. Weight Watchers acquired a telehealth company so customers can more easily get prescriptions. Novo Nordisk also offers a savings program for their drugs Ozempic and Wigovi. And there are ongoing efforts by Eli Lilly and Novo Nordisk to make these drugs in oral versions as well as an easier alternative to the current injectables. Lynn Fenlison says she could have used other options after feeling dismissed by her doctor when she tried to question her weight loss medication.
6: I told my physician I had heard a lot about Monjuro. My physician just made an offhand joke that he had someone he knew who had taken the drug Monjuro, and that was sort of the end of the conversation.
5: I think a lot of people think of obesity as an issue of willpower. It's not. Forty percent of adult Americans have excess weight or obesity. That's a big number.
4: Lynn, who has been overweight her entire life, eventually got her medication adjusted. She has lost 65 pounds so far.
6: At the correct dosage, it shuts off the constant thought of food. I feel like a normal person for the
7: first time.
4: Yeah, a huge change for a lot of people. And we were just talking about this. You might be wondering about the cost. Well, right now, ZetBound costs just over $1,000 a month without insurance. And Eli Lilly says a lot of plans don't cover it. They're working to change that. In the meantime, Lilly Direct, this new website, won't make that drug any cheaper itself, but the company separately does have a savings
3: program that could cut that cost, guys, in half.
4: So
2: Such big a big deal. deal.
3: So stay yeah. right there, um, because there are a lot of questions about this.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and to help answer some of those questions, we've brought in an expert, Dr. Roshni Raj, gastroenterologist, associate professor of medicine at NYU Langone. Um, also, an author as well. She's got a new book out. It's called Gut Renovation. Dr. Raj, thank you for Good sticking morning. around. My pleasure. Good morning. So, I mean, we've been talking about this for a few months now. I mean, yeah. we clearly are in this new frontier. There are a slew of these drugs on the market. Uh, but this is the first company that is trying to take it direct to consumer. I yeah. would imagine there are some pros to this. I would imagine Dr. Raj also has some concerns as well.
8: Absolutely. So, you know, as we just heard, there there is still a doctor's visit, but it's a virtual visit. Uh, which to me has, you know, pros and cons. The pros are it's much more convenient. It allows access to people, especially people in communities where they may not have, you know, the availability Mm -hmm. of an obesity specialist or a doctor that has experience with these medications. The con, of course, is this is not the same as going to your doctor who knows your medical history. They've known you for years. They know whether this is an appropriate drug for you or not. And you want to make sure you're getting a really thorough evaluation. Sometimes in video visits, they can be quick. They can be impersonal. You Mm -hmm. don't really build a rapport. And then there are things like blood tests and, you know, vital signs that can't be done during that visit. Although I just learned that actually for this program, you do need to go with a recent physical and recent okay. blood work. So that's uh, one good thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, there are pros and cons. It will definitely in- increase access. It will increase sales for sure, which is clearly why the company <laughs> is doing it in the first place. But we need to see, you know, is this going to be monitored correctly? Are the patients who are getting the drugs this way going to be having access to good follow-up? you think with tele- medicine they would have access because it's easier to book a visit than one with their doctor in the community. But yeah. it's, it still remains to be seen how it all plays out.
2: Maggie, so, I mean, again, what Eli Lilly is trying to do essentially is cut out the middleman. Yeah. You know, they're trying to cut out the CVS. They're very they're direct about Cutting it. out yep. the Walgreens yep. as well. What, if anything, did the CEO of Eli Lilly say about, about that part of the story and about a potential conflict of interest?
4: So basically, as far as the conflict of interest goes, they say these physicians are completely independent. I mean, they're right. using these third-party telehealth providers just as a way, they say, to help patients find doctors. They say a lot of people, if they've been obese their entire life, they might not be comfortable going to a doctor. It's a very uncomfortable, embarrassing experience. They also say a lot of patients report doctors are hesitant to prescribe medicines For obesity, it's saying that I don't think they treat it like a health issue. So this is supposed to kind of cut out those barriers a little bit. As far as the direct access part of it, yeah, they say another barrier is going to the pharmacy. Sometimes pharmacists also kind of give them a little bit of pushback. Mm -hmm. Like, couldn't you just change your diet kind of thing? Couldn't you just exercise more? So there are a lot of barriers that are subtle Mm -hmm. but real. And the company Mm -hmm. says cutting those
1: out, they think, will help a lot more people get access to this. To that point, Dr. Raj, I Mm -hmm. feel like, you know, with all the talk of these drugs— It seems like a quick fix for obesity or even just for weight loss in general. So are there folks out there who should not be prescribed this drug?
8: Well, absolutely. So first of all, these drugs have been approved and are appropriate for people who are obese, so that's a BMI of 30 or greater, or overweight, 27 BMI or greater, with an associated condition that's related to their weight, something like high blood pressure, for example, or diabetes. And for those people, this could be a very important drug because it could help mitigate some of the complications of obesity. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, there are side effects. There are side effects that you may experience immediately. There are some rare but very serious potential complications. So this is not for the person who wants to casually lose a few pounds right. before an event mm-hmm. or a beach vacation. You know. Also, the other thing to point out is this is a long-term medication, much yeah. like a cholesterol drug or a high blood pressure. Drug. Yeah. Yeah. When you stop those meds, your high blood pressure goes back up. It out. Goes right sure. back when and you do you gain the weight right back. If yes, you stop it. That's, that's, what that's what the studies the, are showing. I read something: like two
0: thirds of the people who
8: uh, right know. are gaining it back and quite mm-hmm. quickly. So really? this is something that's a long-term commitment. What I do like about this whole conversation is. We are changing this idea about obesity yes. it's someone's mm-hmm. fault yeah. or it's you know they're being lazy mm-hmm. or they're being they don't
0: have the willpower. Exactly.
8: This is a chronic condition, and it should be treated like just another mm-hmm. chronic condition, which sometimes requires surgery, sometimes requires medication, but should always be done within the context of a real doctor-patient mm-hmm. relationship.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Raj. Maggie Vespa, good to have thank you here. You. In I the here.
1: flesh. I know, proof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. All right, just ahead, our series. On the money. Vivian 2, known to millions as your rich BFF, is here to help us reach those financial goals in 2024 from saving more to getting a raise. Then later, the courtroom where young people are getting a second chance by hearing real cases. We'll be right back.
0: Alpha One Niner commence Wi Fi device checklist. Laptops on, TVs streaming.
2: Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday,
1: wherever you get your podcasts.
0: now for On the Money. And this morning, we're going to talk about financial resolutions and how to achieve them. Here to help us is Vivian Too. She's known to her social media followers as your Rich BFF. Her latest book just hit the New York Times bestseller. We're going to only say this once. It's called Rich AF, the winning money mindset that will change your life. Vivian, so good. Congratulations on the book. That's fantastic. So, so, you made your first mill, uh, by age 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say to folks who think, oh, this younger generation, they're just bad with money? Yeah.
9: You know, I'd challenge that and say the younger generation isn't bad with money. We just haven't been taught about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like traditional wisdom has always just been, hey, work hard, go to a good college, yeah. get a good corporate job, and you'd eventually be able to afford that white picket fence house, mm-hmm. you know, two vacations a year, and you could comfortably retire at 60. But, these days, the game's kind of changed. Well, I was
3: just about to say, I think we're starting to figure out, there's been a section of the population who has known that forever, and there are other folks who are like, wait a minute, I'm working, I'm doing all the things, yeah. and I'm still not over there. How okay. can I get over there? Yeah. And it's no surprise. I mean, we just saw, I think, 41% of Americans are trying to save more money in 2024. You have three uh, pieces of solid advice for everybody. Let's start with the first one.
9: Yeah, I talk about saving all in my book, Rich AF. But very first, I would say, very few of us actually get paper checks anymore so go into your workplaces direct deposit form yes. that you need to fill out yes. and put some of it into your checking account but put some of it into your savings account because mm. you get to take advantage of the principle of out of sight out of mind mm. you don't see the money Shit. you don't spend it Just forget it even goes and makes there. it so so easy Um, Up next, I would say open up a high-yield savings account. So many people still don't have these, and I don't understand why. They are exactly the same as traditional savings accounts, except you earn way more in interest. Mm -hmm. I like brands like a SoFi, a Marcus, or an Ally. And last but not least, seven-day rule. Okay, if you love retail therapy as much as I do, (laughs) what you do is you take the purchase and you put it into your digital cart. And then just close out of the tab. Uh So wait. In seven days, Ah. if you still are dreaming about it every single night, you're like, I have to have it. Go ahead and get it. But in seven days, if you've all but forgotten about it, you probably didn't need it anyway.
0: And sometimes they'll lower the price because
2: they've yep. been yes, to get you. Yes, and they'll the
9: email you with a discount if you actually put something in your
2: cart. That's good. I mean, the reality yeah. is, though. I mean, we're still live in a day and age where the lion's share of folks still generate the the largest chunk of their their revenue from a paycheck. Yep. Yeah. So if if someone this year decides, you know what, I'm worth more. I mm-hmm. I deserve to be paid more. How would you suggest they go about asking for that raise?
9: Yeah, this is my favorite tip it's the start of the year, just create a new folder in your email called Bragbook 2024. Mm. And then every single time a client says, oh my gosh, I couldn't do this without you, or an internal team is like, wow, you are the reason why this project happened, forward all of those great emails to that folder. And then when it comes to mid-year reviews or end-of-year reviews, Mm. and we all have to write those really annoying self-assessments of like, Mm. why I deserve this, go ahead and just look through that laundry list of your greatest hits. Mm. That's great. It
1: sounds good in theory to save all this money, but there's so many folks who are in debt and you can't Mm -hmm. save until you get yourself out of debt. How do
9: you recommend that? So listen, I'm an Aries, I'm very impatient. (laughs) So I like to rank my debt from highest to lowest interest rate in what's called the avalanche method. And then I make the minimum payment across all of my debt, but then put any additional debt pay down funds towards the highest interest rate debt. This helps me avoid as much interest as I can and pay down that debt as fast as possible.
0: So, what if this is the year you want to buy a car? Uh, is there a better time to do that in, in in a month than 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 another time?
9: Yeah, absolutely. So. I haven't driven in the past 10 years, but if I was going to buy a car, I would go to the dealership at the end of a month, end of a quarter or end of the year. Reason being, you have to think about how the salespeople selling you the car are actually incentivized. A lot of them work on commission, meaning at the end of the month or the end of the quarter, at the end of the year, when they're being judged on if they've hit quota, they may be closer to hitting a kicker and they they might be more incentivized to cut you a deal to get them there.
2: Uh-huh. But you say you should test drive early in the month.
9: Yes, test drive early <laughs> sure. in the month. Make sure that you have all of the auto loan stuff approved. Make sure everything is ready to go, uh-huh. and then be ready to sign on the dotted line right at the end of the month. Okay.
0: Wow, that's, that's, good. Great that's good, it's so good. Great advice. Thanks so much. Great having you. That's right. That's right. In fact, that's the name of her new book. <laughs> yes. It's out now, so check it out. And congratulations on the best time selling.
2: Thank you. It. Thank
9: you so much. Uh-huh.
0: Just ahead,
2: a very different kind of courtroom making an impact. In the lives of young people, Lord Jarrett, our senior legal correspondent, is here to tell us how this program is giving them a second chance. And then later, some common cleaning questions answered, like, how often should we be washing our pajamas, Chanel? Me? That's Dylan. This one
0: might, sure spark. This yes. might spark a debate. Craig doesn't worry about that because he doesn't wear them. Third hour today to write that.
3: Like, wrong lady.
2: You don't
0: wear pajamas, do you?
3: This morning in our series, Impact Thursday, a unique program that's working to keep kids out of the criminal justice system by putting them to work in it. Weekend Today co-anchor Laura Jarrett is here to tell us more. Good morning. Hi,
10: guys. How are you? So you know I spend most of my time in courtrooms all across the country, right? But never anything like this, because, of course, we've all made mistakes as teens. But sometimes those momentary lapses in judgment can have serious consequences lasting a lifetime. But what if someone offered you a second chance?
0: All rise.
10: This is not your typical courtroom drama. From the prosecutors. The prosecution recommends 20 hours of community service. To the jury. Well, we're here to help them, not to punish them so much. Even all the way up to the judge. How do you wish to plead? Guilty or not guilty? Everyone here, a teenager with a big job, in charge of resolving real cases in Westchester County, New York. It's all part of a local court diversion program, an alternative to a criminal trial that allows teens facing low-level misdemeanors a second chance. Up on today's docket, the case of a stolen bike. My client had absolutely zero intention of stealing someone else's property and causing concern to the victim. 17-year-old Aida Noel hopes to go to law school one day.
9: I love my law and order. I love all my shows.
10: Today, she's representing a peer. When
9: I came in, I was ready to see the worst in people. I was ready for the kids to be closed off, for them to like not have any care. And every single client that I have had has always came into my meeting with a smile on their face.
10: Her real mission in this work is what's known as restorative justice, a theory that balances accountability to the community with fair consequences. I think
9: that is what is most important about youth court is not having that record, getting that second chance. When you have a record, there are so many things in your future that you just can't do. It's so much
10: harder to get a job. Instead of a criminal record, a typical result here includes counseling and community service. This one mistake should not define their life. Connie Jones is the program's director and a legal assistant. How many kids a month would you say you're seeing? Between seven and ten. Wow. Yes.
6: That's a lot. But that's a, that's seven to ten kids we saved. So that's a big deal.
10: 18-year-old Alexis Dela Cruz went through the youth court a few years back. Now, he's studying to become a police officer.
2: Everywhere I go, I'm aware of the law, and that makes me feel like a more powerful person. Knowledge is power at the end of the day.
10: And he's not the only success story. Jones says the program is remarkably effective at making sure the kids who come through the door don't make the same mistake twice. You've only had one repeat repeat. in nine years? Yes. The program has become so popular, Joan says she has a waiting list of students more than willing to go through the intense, weeks-long training program. But 16-year-old Emily Portillo says it can be hard when judging kids her own age. I knew that we were gonna take on cases, but I didn't think they were gonna be real. Learning that they were real cases and like we're gonna have the responsibility to make our statements and the questions, it was just like, oh wow, this is like actual serious stuff. Serious stuff, but with a rewarding outcome and friendships made along the way.
3: Uh, all these people, they're like families, you know, they're wonderful.
10: On the night we saw the kids in action, they were gearing up to tackle the case of that stolen bike, gliding through cross-examination. Did you sell the bike for profit? Then, it's time for closing arguments. The goal of youth court is to help their clients understand and repair the damages they have done to the community. The jury, now off to deliberate, huddled together in a hallway. He didn't really do this on purpose. Finally, the verdict is in. 15 hours of community service, six counseling sessions with a counselor from the Youth Bureau, and an essay to the youth court explaining your actions. Court is over for the day. But for Aida and so many others, the lessons will last a lifetime. I just find so much joy, like just pure happiness to be able to help others and
9: be a voice for people who can't be a voice for themselves.
10: Now, Westchester County isn't the only area to have a program like this, but many of them, like the one we just saw in White Plains, have been struggling with funding in recent years, guys. And I got to tell you, the kids that I met yeah. take their jobs so mm-hmm. seriously. They want to try to figure out a way that, unlike the criminal justice system, yeah. where people can come out like with a clean record, like what we said, but these programs, they're dwindling, they're dying. They
0: really should be funding these because it's, you can pay me now or pay me later. Exactly. This is keeping kids out of,
8: the system. of the system.
3: Come on. Yeah. Is there any way they can try to? do this program in other cities
10: around the country. And people are trying, but it's just a matter of funding. Matter of funding. Mm. But it
2: seems like it's a win-win for everyone because the folks who are part of the program are being exposed to your profession. Some potential lawyers there, some (laughs) judges. That's great, Laura. That's good. Thank you, Laura. Thank Thank you, you guys. Appreciate that.
10: excited to bring that story.
0: Well, coming up next, we're going to settle some common debates. We need a judge for this Uh, from the bathroom to the bedroom. Your honor, Adriana Brock, is going to be here. How often do we need to clean the humidifier? The answer may surprise you, including what you might find in there when you try to clean it out. Third hour of today comes right back.
1: Guys, this is going to get ugly. This is a segment that's all about debating the right and wrong, what to do, and we're calling it How Often Should You? Shop Today editorial director Adriana Brock is here to break down How often we should be cleaning items we use on the daily, Adriana. Good Good morning. morning. Hey. guys,
11: and maybe stir the pot a little bit. Okay. Okay, okay. And I have to kick it off with the first one about Christmas trees. It's a very hot topic on the internet right now. This is
1: January 6th, but now that Ollie's birthday is January 2nd, we've like we take everything down before his birthday. Okay. What about you guys? When do you
11: guys take down your Christmas trees? I'm gonna do it this weekend. Mine's still up. I think this weekend. You're still up. If
2: not this weekend, then we may push until next week.
11: Okay, next week. Wait, you guys, we're all on the same. Page here oh, because I mean, mine is Dylan, but I, I think Dylan has a good. It's, I just have a reason. You have a yeah. reason, there right? A rule? There's no rule. The correct answer is D. Whenever yeah. you decide. Ah. January 6th was like the So the it thing. depends, right? So some people like to start the new year off fresh, new beginning, get rid of the holiday decor. Right. Other people find comfort in it, yeah. right? Like, it's it's kind yeah. of nice. It's nostalgic. As long as you've it's been cozy. watering cozy. it, what the heck? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, delicious. you know, some cultures, religious. Big. I grew up Catholic and I'm Hispanic, so we keep our tree up for Three Kings Day, which is January 6th. Okay, okay. So that's so I yeah, and I, We okay. did a poll on today.com, actually, and I think we have the results mm. oh, of yeah. what there the folks on today.com said and okay. you know what in the words of taylor swift we can leave the christmas lights up till january okay. today.com readers 56 percent said january okay. yeah all right, all right. Now,
0: here we go this so is let's the talk about the humidifier
11: let's talk the about the humi- of my existence it's dylan and i were just saying it's a necessary evil during the season mm-hmm. of the cold weather sure. how often do you guys think you should be cleaning it I, I honestly do it every other day and it still doesn't every work. Every other day? Wow. Ooh, well, you I, I like rinse
1: her. it out. I get a good little scrub in, but there's like all the nooks and crannies. After a day? Wait, you're an
11: overachiever. Yeah, well, I
0: only do it once a week.
11: Yeah, that, which is the correct answer. You should I guess, do I guess it every week. I'm like the 12th and
0: never. Well, I, <laughs> tell me something we didn't know.
11: <laughs> we should <laughs> so, so, throw it out and buy a new one. Oh, we, we
0: probably have a cup of the house.
11: So, That's uh, very wasteful. How do you clean it? So you should clean it. There's some general tips that we should keep in mind, mm-hmm. like, Use distilled water that's going to help oh. reduce yep. mineral buildup. You um, want to not use any oils or perfumes, mm-hmm. which can lead to, like, corrosion and leaks and any funky things. Don't use anything but water. My pet peeve also, make sure you don't leave water sitting in there. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what can help breed those mold spores yeah. that you can. It's, it's a peach. So dish. once a, a week is the rule? Yeah. So once a week is a rule. And a, an easy way to do it is a teaspoon of bleach mm-hmm. into oh, a gallon a of leaf? water. Right. Yeah. And then you... Put it on your res- put your reservoir in, and that won't ruin it. It won't no, ruin okay. it if you use just half of the mix. You pour it in, you run it for about don't twenty minutes. Don't you have to
0: minutes, clean the filter too?
11: And you should clean your filter every one to two months. Okay, so What about okay. your shower? You got to do it, guys. The shower. This is a big one. Okay. How often do you guys clean your shower head? I can't remember. I was about to say. I don't remember. Yeah. No. all right. On the same. No. Page. Guys. All right. Every other month. You oh. Okay. Do. Yes. Because Who's doing that, it's the even water
1: again. I even like let the water fill up my mouth. Like, of course. No, don't. Don't do that.
11: Yeah. Why didn't you just
2: drink the humidifier water while you're no.
3: Well, that's no. clean
1: who in my house. You,
3: so you take a shower and you don't put the water in your mouth ever? Yeah. No. You're
0: okay, on moving side. on. Wait, who drinks the shower? Okay, okay. There's something to do. What? Is, so how do we clean <laughs> so that? If,
11: you, if you're drinking your shower water uh, or using it to wash your hair, it. body, spin it out. You guys should you- clean it every other month because there's mineral buildup in there. So uh. use a solution. Use a gallon uh, Ziploc bag. Fill it up with water, so some white wine, some white vinegar. Put it overnight and then run your shower overnight. the next oh, day. Cool. Mm. And then, then some general so... tips for cleaning your shower. You want to wipe it down with a squeegee every day. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah. leave the bathroom curtain or shower door open. open. If weather permits, leave mm-hmm. your uh, bathroom window open as well. Just, get just, get just to get the humidity out. the Moisture out. Exactly. Okay. All right. Wait, before we go, I have to ask oh. you guys another hot topic. Question. Okay. okay. Yes. Which way do you face the shower when you're taking a shower? Do you face the shower head or away? Both. Forward. Just do okay. okay. both. Just, I, just I the face power. it. I think so too. Yeah. A lot of people That's say you should face away from it. So we asked, actually, Dr. Angela Lamb, who's uh-huh. a dermatologist we love, and she said there's no correct answer, but you should face away, oh. especially this time of year, because w- hot water can dry out your skin. So right, uh-huh. just a little low
0: flow. Don't like the sound of that. <laughs>
11: <laughs> exactly. Okay, guys. Next question okay. about pajamas. Last you guys I saw this in the shade room, so I'm not saying anything. <laughs> That's I mean, what you I know you're here, By like,
2: the way, I think we know the answer. Okay, the answer how, is A. <laughs> no, after everywhere, for children, no. I wear it like
11: every three days. No, no way. Three days. I think we have a clip of what Dylan may have said a okay. few okay. months ago okay. about this topic. So wait, no we don't
2: we don't clip. Have a, no no we don't clip. Have a clip. Okay. I, said three days. I shower
1: at night, so I'll wear my pajamas for like three
2: nights before I switch into three things. nights. I shower Why at night? night. I'm wearing clean. But after you take a shower, you're still rolling around in those jammies. You, you get know, the the dead skin person, cells. The
0: average person perspires what? a cup of sweat every night. At it, night. At night. I know so you, then wearing then wearing you perspire. I just smell
1: them and they smell like the soap from the night before. <laughs> I still
11: stand by Dylan. I, yeah, Dylan <laughs> was right. Every Mitchell three wears. Family. Yes. We every three wears. Every three wears. Yeah. However, oh, we. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> oh, wait a
11: minute. <laughs> uh,
0: she's she's perspiring all that shower water she's been drinking. <laughs>
11: Every three wears, and we mean, actually, right. yeah, we we spoke I, to a chief physician at WebMD, who said other factors go into play like okay. the fabric, the temperature. Yes. At the end of the day, personal preference. You so should, Dylan, yes. go on. Every off. night you change your okay. pajamas? Yes. That's a lot of, of wasted laundry. Water. All right. It's a that's lot of laundry. I'm,
1: I'm
0: Team Dylan. Thank I'm
1: you, team guys. Dylan. Clearly, I was.
0: Congratulations.
1: Right there. Adriana, thank you. <laughs> All right. I think we have one more. <laughs> we're, out of, no, no, we're, we're, we're out of time. Out of
0: time. <laughs> we, we...
1: <laughs> it's about a hairbrush, so I not need to. That's
3: right. <laughs> uh, for these tips <laughs> well <played>. and more, stay.com <laughs> slash you've
1: how often.
3: Oh, my gosh. Okay. When we come back, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's incredible story. This time told in a whole new way. We are going to hear from the author and the late Justice's granddaughter coming up in just a bit. And then later in our January Entertainment Roundup, all the best movies and shows dropping this month. We'll be right back.
2: I really am surprised by
3: that. Join Hoda
1: Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space.
6: I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your
1: own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, Reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in Late Night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts.
1: We are back now with the story of an American trailblazer and pop culture icon, but the story is being told in a whole
3: new way. Ruth Bader Ginsburg broke barriers as the first Jewish woman to ever sit on the Supreme Court. She advocated for women's rights and gender equality until she died in 2020.
8: Well,
0: now young readers are learning her story through the best selling book series called Ordinary People Change the World.
2: Brad Meltzer is the author of I Am Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Clara Sparrow is. R.J.B.'s granddaughter, she is also an attorney and lecturer at Harvard Law School. That apple didn't fall far from the tree at all. Uh, thank you both for being here. This is such an exciting project. Brad, let me just start with you. How did it come to be? What such was cute. What was the impetus?
5: It, it was my own kids. I wanted yeah. to give my kids better heroes to look up to, heroes of perseverance and kindness. And we look around where we are today. Being a successful business person doesn't make you a hero. You got to think about someone beside yourself, mm-hmm. and that's what we did. I am Amelia Earhart. I am Abraham Lincoln, and this is the ten-year anniversary. We, of course, are doing I am Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's yeah. a great series. It
0: really is. And and the book shows uh, R G B as it's starting off, you know, as a young girl. Why was that important, mm-hmm. Clara?
7: Well, I think it's a way to connect with all readers and especially young children and their families uh, by demonstrating that. My grandmother, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, was a child just like everybody else. I think it helps to inspire other children. And this is the theme throughout the Ordinary People Change the World series. It's not just limited to my grandmother. I love that about the series. I
5: think yeah. That's a cute book. And we also, you know, we think of Justice Ginsburg as a serious Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. But when she's a little girl, she's grown up in Brooklyn. She wants to have adventures, climb mm-hmm. trees right. and ride her bike. But they told her back then, girls can't do that. Mm-hmm. And it's her mother who breaks that stereotype? Takes her to the library, and on every Friday afternoon says you can check out five books. So and cool. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's favorite books as a little girl were stories of real heroes, Amelia Earhart and Harriet Tubman. And she learns there that there's nothing. Nothing that a girl can't do. And I want my daughter to have that lesson. I want my sons to have that lesson. That's what I Am Ruth Biddickinsburg is all about.
3: I love that. And now, of course, you're following her footsteps across the generations. I was reading she spent her birthdays growing up in an interesting way. Or what did she do on her birthdays?
7: Well, she performed acts of service with her family, mm. uh, which I think then That's infl- interesting. influenced her for the rest of her life. Mm. And uh, that is really drawn out by Brad in the book yeah. and is, I think, so powerful. So as opposed to, oh, what am I going to go to my birthday today? Yeah. It's like, where am I going to serve today on my birthday? Mm. Exactly. That's yeah. good. It's good.
1: This book is so great because you do get to, you know, learn about her history and where she came from. But you knew her as a grandmother. What did you call her and what was time spent with her
7: like? I called her Bubby, uh, as uh, many young uh, Jewish grandchildren do call Mm -hmm. their grandmothers. Uh, And time with her was time, like I imagine most grandchildren spend with their grandmothers, uh, over dinner, We would watch TV together. Um, but there were some unique elements as well. For example, a lot of our time spent hanging out were in her chambers at the Supreme Court. Oh, that's cool. Um, but she was confirmed when I was three years old. So I didn't realize that that wasn't a normal thing to (laughs) It's just the way it was. Run the halls of, you know, the, the nation's highest court. Uh, and, um, yeah, and she also performed my wedding ceremony wow. to my husband. Wow. And I don't know how many people's grandmothers could do that. Mm-hmm. So that was another unique and special element. And
1: you get to raid her closet, too. I
7: mean, this is I her blazer, yes, right? This is her blazer. Oh, oh. yes. oh. um, one of the many benefits of uh, not only being her granddaughter, but being her size. I was just <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I raided her closet when she was still alive. And mm. she would loan me items, but we never had a return date.
0: Uh, <laughs> nice. and Brad, you even got dressed up. As
5: I was going to wear her. I did dress up as her. I was going to wear her clothes were a different size. Um, <laughs> but the good oh. thing that this is me as her. Yes. For the book, um, which I always dress up as our heroes. But but for me, the fun is Oh,
3: look at that picture.
5: Isn't that good? So she's actually the first hero of all the ones we've done where I knew the hero before oh. we wrote the book about her. Oh. So um Clara's mom was one of my mentors Mm -hmm. in law school. And so I knew Justice Ginsburg. We, in fact, a mutual friend had us as the witnesses for a wedding ceremony. We were the witnesses to sign the wedding uh, certificate. And so we're in the back room and my friend's in a white dress and she's getting married. And Justice Ginsburg signs the marriage certificate. And I look at my friend and I'm like, you really need me at this point. <laughs> I know, like, we kinda I kind of got yeah, you know, that, it covered. Yeah, that's funny. That's, that's Well,
3: congratulations! This book is—it's adorable. The whole series, but that was a is good such one. a great concept.
2: Yes, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. And happy to see you continuing the legacy mm-hmm. as well. Thank you. Any chance we see you on the high court one day?
7: Uh, I don't think so, but you you never know. Careers (laughs) are very long, as my grandmother taught us.
2: Brad, Claire, thank you both. And again, the book is called I Am Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's available uh, on January 9th, so just a
0: few days from now. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, when we come back, our first entertainment roundup of the year. And we mean it when we say there's something for everyone Uh to watch this month. Third hour of today. We'll be right back. All righty, we got our popcorn. The new year means a ton of new movies and shows to watch. Here to preview some of the biggest titles dropping this month, entertainment journalist, pop culture expert, and a guy who used to work here. Yeah, yes. Yes. Mr. Brian Baltazar. Good to see Hi, Brian. you, Brian. Thanks, Thanks for having you. me. Great to be Good here. To have you? It's
6: going to be a busy month, right? Yeah, ready to dive it's into Let's it. Let's do it. You ready for Mean Girls? Okay. Yes. In, in case you haven't had your heart broken yet today, it's been twenty years <laughs> since Was the original it came out. Twenty wow. years, and I understand and you have not that. seen the original. Is that right?
0: No, I had not. But uh, Tina Fey gave me a DVD. And so <laughs> how many people I, can say that? <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I love that. Not There it is.
6: Okay. Well, this is how Hollywood works. You do the movie, then you do the Broadway show based yeah. on the movie. Now we have the movie musical based on the Broadway show that's based on the movie. Oh, musical yeah, yeah it is you oh, don't I didn't know it, was a musical. it is a musical Okay so here's some of the stars we have Angre Rice as Katie Heron and we have Renee Rapp who is on Broadway bringing that role to the screen I think she was okay. four when it came out oh. uh, wow. Jonathan Ham joins as uh, coach Carr. Is he same no, I don't think he does. Oh, okay. I, and, uh, Tina Fey is back and looks the same, right down to the gymnasium seat. She's wearing like the same blouse. Uh, Tim Meadows Tim is Meadows. back. Yeah, Tim wow. Meadows is back as the principal. Um, and you know the story. It's about the teen cliques and the young woman who brings them down mm-hmm. in one fell swoop. And this was shot at a high school in Middletown, New Jersey. Oh, I love that. Um, Busy Phillips also, who's the t- cool mom. You know, she's Regina George's mom, which is going to be really fun. And uh, I think this is, it's going to be a fun one. This is next week. This is next week in theaters. Let's talk about the FX drama series Feud. Okay. This is Ryan Murphy. And if you know anything about Ryan Murphy, he knows drama. And the cast of this is amazing. Now this is a season Mm. two, but you do not have to have seen season one to watch this. They're independent stories. This is the story, Truman versus the Swans. Okay. And the Swans were these friends, uh, Truman Capote, befriended all these socialite, aristocratic women. Some okay. people might compare them to the Housewives, but they had a lot more money and a lot less eye-scratching and break-throwing. <laughs> um, and basically, he befriended them. They confided in him. And then he wrote a book where he aired the dirty laundry. Oh, wow. He changed the names, but they are all like, no, that's me. I know that's me. Wow. And they basically brought him down. Oh, wow. And it's a great true story. This is on that. FX and see. Hulu, so you can stream it or watch it. Oh, on. this oh, anyway, is fun. This that's is going to be a crazy. fun one, January 31st. So you're going to have to wait, but it's going to be worth the wait. Okay. Sophia so Vergara's got this new series on. Netflix. That's got getting some buzz. She does, and anyone who underestimated Sofia Vergara is going to have their mind changed by this Ooh. because she, she plays Griselda Blanco, a drug queen pin, wow. not kingpin, pin, right? She was actually this uh, based on true events. Uh, Griselda was once the brains behind her husband's international drug ring, cocaine wow. cartel, and then that didn't work out. So she became she started her own drug empire in Miami, wow. as one does. Right. She was savage. She was ruthless. She was harsh, but she was also a little charming. She had oh. three husbands, right? So she. It had to be somewhat charming, although she, she Love Love. Right? Love. Although she did eventually order a hit or try to murder all three of them. So oh, there's well, come of uh, But this is a series, I think it's gonna really change the it's way you look her. at Sophia Vaccara. Prosthetics, yeah. makeup, and the way she, you know, she is no longer that woman you see on Modern Family. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. be a oh, wow. changer. I'm
1: now. real excited for this next one on Peacock, Ted with a prequel.
6: Right. So this is the series based on the two movies. You remember Seth McFarland played mm-hmm. this very irreverent Teddy Bear, and Mark Wahlberg was the grown mm-hmm. John Bennett, the friend of Ted. This this takes place 12 years before, I'm sorry, years before in mm-hmm. high school. So they, oh. somehow the family decides, and you're going to have the stars of this on the show tomorrow. Coming yes. up. Yep. Max Ooh. and Seth. And they decide that Ted is going to go to school with John Bennett, which obviously we know is not a good idea, <laughs> yeah. but it's a good show. And they invented some technology here so the crews could see the bear while they were well, shooting. I oh, wow. I so it's going to that. change how these things are done. And so it's, it's, it's an interesting story. All of the, oh, by the way, it's R-rated. So I, I gonna, This is for, not a kid. This right, is not for, for the parents going to have that conversation uh-huh. when your kid says they want to watch it,
0: right? All right, and real quickly, underdogs. Right,
6: Snoop Dogg. It's kind of a version of Bad News Bears, where he's uh, his character is an ex football player who gets sentenced to community service coaching <laughs> a pee wee football team. <laughs> it's got okay. heart, though. Two thousand five, he launched his own Snoop uh, Football League for kids that were underprivileged, oh. so it, his, he helped develop the story. Oh, that's
0: true. Great he did. stuff. Yeah, it's true. All okay, right. Brian, oh, I love that. It was good to see good you. you Glad yes. to come back. Thank you. All right, and third hour today, i will be right back.
3: It's good popcorn, as always.
0: Hey, before we go, we got a birthday shout-out. Happy second birthday Hi. to Lucas Hi. Greenfield. Hi. There you go. We don't know who his father is, but he's <laughs> a nice little guy. We love him. Happy birthday, Lucas.
2: Matt Greenfield.
0: It's Matt Greenfield. Sign who, who was that?
2: Matt Greenfield. Green. Oh, Green. Yes, uh, so, down to the read now. Uh, tomorrow, third hour of today, Seth MacFarlane live to tell us about the return of Ted. All right. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye-bye.